say. All right, Brie. All right, Brie, I'm bloody keen. Bloody keen to do that, Brie. Yeah, if I sound a little bit weird or different, it might be because I'm on the other side of the world. And things are different here, you know. The toilet flushes the other way around. The chocolate tastes weird. And I just sound different. And I'm okay with it. I'm here for that. I'm here for different. You know? Every single thing is slightly different. And it's fucking great. But if I actually do sound weird, it's because I have a whole new setup. A whole new cheap, worse setup than before. Um, but again, I'm I'm here for that. I'm I'm on a budget. My setup is worse. I have less clothing. I don't have a car yet. I don't have a job. I'm just a boy on the road. On the road to. Mm, on the road to seek whatever treasure I can find. I'm like a pirate, a modern day pirate. Except I flew instead of sailed here. It's it's quite luxurious actually. Air New Zealand they they know how to look after you. That's all I'm gonna say about them. You you feel you feel like gratitude, like they appreciate that extra bit of cash you spent on them. They give you a sweet when you go off the plane, like they give you a little sweet just before landing can you imagine Ryanair giving you a free sweet just wouldn't happen never anyways welcome back to the pod <laughs> the pod down under the pod in New Zealand uh, finally here yeah this is fucking it this is what I've been banging on about for ages. And I'm here. It's surreal, but but I'm here. Let's let's have a little chit chat about that. Alright? Alright, alright. Okay, let's go. Yeah, so Hmm. Hmm. Have the new um got the new microphone here. Um, it's a bit, it's a bit more basic. It's a digital, digital one as opposed to my. God, I don't even know what you call the one analog. The classic, classic microphone. One I had at home. Uh, this is a simpler one, digital, just straight into laptop. Um, it's nice and simple though, because I can just plug it straight in and Bob's your uncle. But uh said air like three times in one sentence already come on now you're better than this so it's a microphone a stand plugged straight into the laptop great great deal it was wasn't expensive um but the the headphones that come with it 
have the big fucking jack that usually goes into a stereo or like an amplifier. And this is a digital microphone, bruh. It's got it's got an earphone jack, like for your standard headphones, like your phone size. So I'm I've got my own little earphones in these plugged into the microphone instead of the actual headphones that you get with the microphone. Heh That makes sense. Doesn't doesn't that make sense? The headphones you get with the microphone don't fit into the microphone. And it's not like they fit into the laptop. I can't use them. Bro. <laughs> What's the point? Somebody fucked up in the factory or like in production. Put the wrong headphones with the wrong mic. Or it's just a scam. I'm not sure how that's a scam. It's just like. Here's some nice. Here's some good quality headphones that you can't use. Mmm. That really tickles my pickle. Uh, so yeah, I, I just fitted in my own little earphones. And but yeah, the mic sounds pretty good, and I don't have to adjust it at all, which is handy because that's that's really tricky with an amplifier trying to adjust all the different volumes. Uh, yeah, this is nice and simple, good for traveling, small little kit. Wouldn't recommend it though, because you don't use the headphones. <laughs> Bro. It's actually so intriguing. But anyway, here I am. I'm sitting in a hotel in Auckland. I've uh, been in a hostel the last nine days. Tough going. <laughs> not, the <laughs> not the most comfortable stay, uh, I'd say, ever. So before I kind of I'm on to the next leg of my journey of I've, I've got myself a little hotel for the night just to just to have my own space because God people are tiring bro. And why are you getting up so early in the morning? Like I was in a fourteen person room, which is ridiculous. I should have just paid the extra like five dollars to make it an eight person room or whatever. <laughs> it wasn't that much more expensive, but when you're on a budget, you're on a budget. And I say that sitting in a hotel room. It's a budget budget hotel at that, trust me. Um Yeah, fourteen person room in the center of Auckland. Auckland's pretty sick. But I just don't if you're if you're a backpacker, why are you getting up at seven in the morning? Yeah, you wanna seize the day, but come on. And then they're like going out the same night. And like, you're not getting any sleep. And you're still getting up early. Like, fair play. <laughs> Wouldn't be me. But, um, stop say stop making so much noise, you know? Oi, Bree, I'm trying to sleep here, right? I've got rugby in the morning. No, I don't, I'm not good enough to play rugby. Especially not in New Zealand, Jesus. pace of life here is nice and slow especially actually only just thinking about this now especially in a city this is like the biggest city in the country and it's got a slow slow lifestyle 
which is lovely. Very refreshing. You know, your the traffic lights are unreal. They're like for crossing the road. You hit the little button to cross the road, and then you wait five minutes. Not really exaggerating, anyway. It's like, all right, I'm gonna go across this road. It's not even. It's not a big road. A few couple of lanes. Yeah, just wait five minutes. Stick on a tune. I don't know what it is. It's just like nobody's in a rush. It's really nice. Cars don't really beep at each other. And even if you do get caught, like, jaywalking, you're halfway across the road and it's already red and the car's, like, waiting to go. They don't want to beep at you. They're just like, all right, I'll wait for him to go. Oh, now I can go. There's no... There's no issue. Everyone's going at a slower pace. And it's... I need to adjust to it, actually, because... I find I'm like sprinting around the place for no reason. Like I'm here for a year. Might be here for a year. We'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, can't commit to anything. You know, gotta leave yourself open to, to contracts, and you know, some team might pick me up. So I'm not gonna. We're not gonna say what I'm doing. Yeah, you come to me. We'll see what happens. All right. Uh, I'm available. Yeah, for whatever. Fucking whatever. You know. Unemployed. Hit me up. Uh, what was I saying? Hmm. Yeah. Slow pace of life. I've been getting a coffee every single morning. Just. Just they just do coffee really really well here every cafe is like nicely laid out plenty of seating they're never packed there's just like plenty of cafes and I haven't had a bad coffee since it's uh it's ideal for a coffee merchant like me they do have their own coffee bean here I think 830 is is the is the actually is the actual bean and they have their own cafe called 830 and I was looking forward to going to that because I was recommended it and that was actually the like the least nice coffee I've had I was really really disappointed because you walk in and there's like there's a chap actually grinding beans, full machine, they've got bags laid out, obviously doing their deliveries. And then the other half of the shop is the cafe. And I was all excited, I was like, oh, is this is this the Auckland coffee bean? She's like, yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> like, <laughs> looking at me fucking weird. Um, and then I got the coffee and I was like, oh, it's really, it's quite blonde. It's one of those, not a dark roast at all. Which I don't really like. I like it nice, strong, 
dark roasty roast and this wasn't really so I was a bit disappointed by that but it was still nice coffee and I've been to a few cafes that are like don't look even don't look great we've got like stale croissants but still coffee absolutely banging haven't had a bad coffee that's that's the main thing I've been focusing on this whole like week week and a half I'm here not even week and a half just exploring the um the caffeine it's been good good finds the other thing about the city that stands out is how hilly it is if you go if you if I go out of the hostel and turn right you're talking Kilimanjaro you're talking K2 you're talking Everest you name it mountainous you're going on a hike steep 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 I made the mistake of booking this hotel up the hill from my hostel and I had to carry my bags up the hill it's only a five minute walk but it was a five minute Sur- like struggle for survival that extra bit of weight and it was really warm this morning uh, <laughs> I was sweating within five strides and you know when you're walking uphill you feel like you get no break because you can't even put your foot down the whole way you're like your foot is being met higher up than normal that for some reason makes it harder that should make it easier but it doesn't I suppose because your legs are more your leg is more bent over your leg the straighter your limbs are the stronger they are so when you're you know what I mean you're basically doing lunges up a hill with I have uh, 11 kilo bag on my back and then like I bought the microphone I bought a t-shirt today I was just buying shit. Like, why am I buying stuff? I have, I have too much weight anyway, on my body and in my bag, and I'm just buying stuff when I see it. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here on a holiday. I better buy some stuff. Better get to know the culture and buy stuff. Uh, yeah. Serious climb. To the right of the city, like just going. Just going south up the city, basically. And if you go north in the city, it's all downhill. It's literally like a big slope down to the harbour. It's really cool in that way. Like, Basically, wherever you're going, you're going down a hill or up a hill. And then the return journey is easier or harder. So it's nice that way. But no matter where you go in the city, you're, you're in for a hike. Which is kind of mad. I've been pounding out at least 10k steps a day. Uh, just because... I just think that's the best way to, to see somewhere new. Just go for a walk. I think I've got an Uber like once. Uh, to go out to this car rental place. It was kind of in the middle of nowhere. But other than that, it's just just walking. 
And then one day I got a a Lime scooter. You know, the rental scooters you can get on Uber. You got one of those on the way back. So it was like all downhill. And at one stage, I was going so downhill, it was like a... It was like a bloody... I want to say like 40 degree angle downhill like doesn't look much on a protractor but you put that on a practical road and you're on a scooter and there's nothing between you and the road like you're s- the way you stand up so straight on them I just think they're so dodgy they feel safe enough when you're on them but like if you hit something if you hit a bump that you didn't see if you hit a car door we'll come back to that uh, you're getting you're getting destroyed just no protection but yeah I went I was going downhill and I was I had both brakes fully pulled and it was slowing me down but I wasn't going to stop I mean I wasn't able to stop I'm not skillful to like I wouldn't be able to do the skiing thing where you like chuck it sideways and you grind grind the road a bit and then stop that way. Yeah, luckily there's nothing at the bottom of the hill, but uh I'm not sure I could have stopped. Let's put it that way. So that was the one and only time I got a lime here in Auckland. And I haven't done it since. So I've just been pounding out the steps. Cause that's the safest way to be. But really, in uh, New Zealand, it seems, I mean, it doesn't seem, everyone, every single person says it, and Google Maps confirms it, that you have to drive, really, to get around. There's, like, one train that goes from north north to south of the North Island. Uh, the Northern Explorer, which I'm going to get from Auckland to Wellington, which should be sick, because it's, like, a 12-hour train journey. And supposedly full of nice views nice slow pace again what is the rush get on the train have a look outside Ooh, look a kiwi um yeah that's gonna be nice and yeah even there's a beach like 50 minutes from auckland a very popular beach at that. And you bang into Google Maps and it's like, oh, train or bus? Nah. Nah, good luck. Not even close. There just isn't a train or bus that goes that direction. It's just like, nah, mate, get a, f- get a car. What are you playing at? Or you can walk six hours. It's up to you. But yeah, it's going to be it's going to be interesting I'm going to try to get a second hand car hopefully something that isn't an absolute banger somebody's screaming on the street I don't know if you can hear that you do get that with cities though don't you people people screaming it's all part of the fun gotta embrace it you know Uh what else the city's very green there's a park 
like at the end of every block they just have palm trees and nice grassy grass flowers and shit <clears throat> yeah plenty of greenery which is really nice because when you're doing those uphill walks you need a rest and there's plenty of resting spots you know when you get the second coffee of the day you don't want to eat it eat it drink it in the cafe so you sit down on the on the bench in the park watch the birdies look at the palm tree it's just nice nice relaxed way of life I don't know how to even I don't know how to give another example of it whenever you ask someone for information they're like oh yeah yeah I'll tell you about that um, and they explain it to you nice and like calmly they don't care that there's a queue of five people behind you they're just they're looking after you the others can wait and the others will wait because they're used to this And then, like, yeah, they're very good at just helping me out here. I've just been asking, every time we go into a shop or pass by the the workers in the hostel, I just, like, ask for some, another bit of information, like, tips on getting a car or where to go between here and Rotorua. And they'll always give you a, a good answer with a smile on their face, like, they're happy to help, which is lovely. Sometimes you don't get that in cities. Sometimes people just don't really give a shit. Like that time I was in Richmond and we were asking how to get to the shopping mall. And we were told, oh, I wouldn't walk there. Yeah, helpful. Thank you very much. Thank you. There was a couple of uh, Americans in the hostel um, from California, actually. I was only in LA a few days before coming here. And they were just perplexed at why I was in Richmond. And that the only two places in America I was were LA and Richmond. They are like, <laughs> Richmond? They barely even knew where it was. They are like, why would you go there? <laughs> well, there's a story to that. But LA was sick. Uh, wasn't really... I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't what I expected. I know, I thought, like, I was there with um, Sam, who's been on the pod. Shout out to Sam. Um... And we were kind of saying to each other the first day we got there that we were expecting <laughs> we were expecting like every street to have at least like one vlogger or celebrity walking past or like paparazzi or like a prank shoot to be going on. We were just expecting loads of that shit. Didn't happen once. Didn't see any celebrities. I think they're all hidden away in the Hollywood Hills. 
or just not in LA anymore. It's probably just not the place to be for celebrities. But what we did find was a bunch of extroverts expressing their uh, their taste in music mostly music and fashion and yeah their thoughts on life we walked in Venice Beach at like every pretty much every morning we were there and also one of the nights very cool just to walk in there and it takes like oh, it takes a good like two hours just to walk Venice Beach it's huge it's unbelievable when you get to see the like full extent of it if you're standing at one end you can barely make out the uh, Santa Monica Pier because of like the haze the fog or smog I don't know which one it was apparently smog is grey and fog is white but it was always kind of grey white so I don't know <laughs> and it was always there but as you're walking up Venice Beach uh, I don't want to say they're crazy alright they're crazy crazy people walking past just every second person had a speaker and they were just blaring out a tune it could be like Justin Bieber it could be some like 90s rock song um, and they just be blaring it out you're like oh cheers man thanks for that two second bit of music as you walk past me and you're like alright I know what music you like now was I supposed to approach you like and be like oh nice bro that's sick yo you like Justin Biebs too bro that's fucking dope bro Oh, is that Madonna, bro? Fuck yeah. Yeah, it's just odd. Very expressive people. And you'd have people just wearing half nothing. They'd be wearing, like, snow boots. And a vest. And just, like, a leaf over their genitals. You're like... Okay. Not sure what you're going for, but all right. Uh, okay. You know, that's that's all I can say to that. Okay. All right. Lots of homeless people. That's that's unfortunately a very true stereotype of LA. Just kind of everywhere. Yeah, but not like not intrusive. They're not like aggressive or we didn't well we didn't come across any aggressive or people shouting at you or anything they're just kind of doing their own thing enjoying the sun mm. hollywood was grand i'd probably never go back if i was back in la i'd definitely go back to la it was cool lovely weather just consistently hot and dry every day which is lovely good food just a nice place to be. It seems like there's lots to do. Um, we went to the Laugh Factory. 
we wanted to see a bit of comedy and because this is like the hub of comedy we saw Crystalia who I never thought I never thought I'd get to see him live holy shit he was good he fucking destroyed just a quick like 10 minutes in the Laugh Factory he was the headliner and he'd be one of he's probably me and Sam's favourite comedian if not like top three definitely and um, yeah so he was headliner in the night in the, in the Laugh Factory who has there was Casey Frey who I've never heard of before but was an absolute beast he was really fucking funny uh, then there was Mark Hayes was the MC in the night Irish comedian again I'd never really heard of him before but he was really strong really fucking intimidating like every time he got on stage the whole crowd went like Ooh! everyone tensed up because he picked on people a lot I think maybe because he was the MC like he didn't do too many jokes he just like he could sense the fear in the audience and he picked there was one guy sitting down to the right of the stage and he came in on his own and he sat down on his own and he was on his own and he sat down on like right in front of the stage but to the side so he probably thought he was safe and me and Sam were like oh shit <laughs> he's he's gonna get it and we were right we were fucking bang on because as soon as, soon as Mark Hayes gets, gets on the stage he's like who the fuck's this guy what's your story and your man's like oh yeah just just here on my own he's like do you have a girlfriend he's like yeah <laughs> I think he, he was like she's in Georgia or something and he was like oh is she real and then like just kept fucking prodding him with questions like uh, and then picked on what he was wearing he was wearing like a uh, like a sports jacket and shorts and he was like oh are you, are you warm or cold like which like make up your fucking mind and he's like oh you, you couldn't dress up for this could you and like just fucking line after line went on this guy for like five minutes and the crowd we were all just like nervously laughing like trying not to kill the guy with laughs but it was funny and the guy was a good sport but that's just so rough like if you come to a comedy show on your own and he's fucking picking on you and everyone's looking at you that is so rough you've no one to like oh you've no one to lean on to look at to be like oh, save me that is that's one of the I kind of didn't expect there to be that much crowd work but the the comedians were were killing it with that and then so every other comedian like came on and picked on the same guy supposedly this is the thing if if the, like first comedian comes up and picks on one person in particular then the people coming on after like find that person and pick on them again because it's like an easy way to kick off 
and connect with the crowd because they're like oh this comedian's picking on the same person <laughs> it's like oh yeah they're all the same um so yeah he got picked on several times but i guess that's just comedy eh <laughs> if you go into the comedy you're gonna you gotta expect that we were sitting about three rows back to one side and i was unfortunately in like a gap of the two people in front of me like in between the two people so there's a nice clear line straight to me and i wore an unfortunately colorful t-shirt which probably didn't help but at one point later in the show mark pointed at me and was like what's your story and i was like oh fuck let's let's just be really like boring and i was like oh i'm just just enjoying the show mark i'm please don't please don't ruin me mark i'm just enjoying the show and i was just like nervously like <laughs> just laugh along with him and then he he picked up straight away max and he was like where are you from i was like oh kildare and he was like oh so you're just dull then are you and i just like nodded and like yeah <laughs> and thankfully that was like that was it he moved on to like another joke or he said no he was like oh he's just fucking he's just waiting for the next comedian he's sick of the listen to an irish lad he came to la to listen to an irish comedian can you imagine and then he moved on and uh yeah i was just sweating straight away i was just sweating buckets like fuck that could have been a lot worse i <laughs> got off got off pretty light um but yeah that was that was funny to have that little that little interaction that kind of made the night for me as well um who else tiffany haddish was the special guest on the night they kind of announced halfway through that there was a special guest and <clears throat> yeah she just rocks up i don't even think she'd planned to do it she she just turned up and did did like 20 minutes or something just chatting to the crowd and like she had this she had this one joke about um listening to stray cats on her street having sex and then she kind of worked that into the next time she had a date she kind of copied the cats and she was screaming at the microphone for a good bit that was intense that was yeah but she was she was quality i could see why how she could like sell out stadiums and stuff I didn't realise how big she was until I kind of checked after. Um, so it was cool to see her as well. And then, yeah, Chris Talia came on and just killed it for 10 minutes. And his laugh, oh, his, like, trademark laugh just kills you anyway. Like, even if his jokes weren't good, you could just laugh at that. But they were. His, he was fucking on point. It sounded like he'd he'd been doing that set for, like, weeks and we were just getting like the peak of it which was quality um and it was weird it's you know when when you see a celebrity or somebody you look up to for the first time in person you like get you're like gobsmacked we me and sam had that proper for when we saw crystal Lee, we were like holy shit like he's real (laughs) 
Look at him. He's real. I don't know what you're expecting. Like, you're so used to seeing him on screen or listening listening to him on the podcast or just seeing seeing him on billboards. And you've seen him, him in person, you're like, whoa, he's actually human. Look at this human. It's Chris bloody Delia. <laughs> so, yeah, that was... That was unreal to see him. And he was quality. He was the best. Best by far on the night. Um, And he didn't even... He picked on a few people. But he didn't go harsh at all. He just like said something real simple like... I can't even remember. I know he picked on the same guy again. And then he was just doing silly shit. Like at one stage he was hiding on the stage. Behind the pillar. So like half the crowd couldn't see him. <laughs> like. Just playing around. He was just having a good time. And that was unreal to watch. So yeah that was the highlight of LA. Was the Laugh Factory. Cool. Uh, nice spot. Like really intimate. Small crowd. Um... The only kind of awkward thing was there's like so you buy a ticket and it's like 30 quid for early entry which I would recommend to anyone going to comedy because the seats fill up quick and if you don't have the early entry you're basically like you're sitting at the back but with the early entry you can like get in get to the lounge and you get kind of you get like the last 10 minutes of the previous show so it's a little like warm up and uh yeah so that was like an extra 10 bucks for that which is worth it but then you have no matter what you have like a two drink minimum so we were kind of thinking all right so like you go for the bar in between acts maybe but there wasn't any gap between the acts so basically the waitresses come around and like prompt you to give them an order while you're watching the act it's kind of weird like it worked out fine we just had like i think i had two beers i really wasn't in the mood to drink at all i was really full after we had this like italian pizza before and i was really full and then having two beers on top of that wasn't ideal but uh you have to you have to have two drinks apparently you just have to and because you're in LA, there's no such thing as a cheap drink. So there's that. It's not a it's not a cheap night out. But if the, the ticket's only thirty dollars, so it's and you're seeing we got like five comedians, six comedians maybe. So it's well worth it. Um, yeah. So the Laugh Factory was sick. I'd definitely go back to that or recommend that to anyone. Just, yeah. I think even if you don't, if you don't know any comedians at it, I wouldn't be too worried. Because like I said, I knew, we knew Chris D'Elia. We kind of went for him, but the other five acts, I would say three of them were quality. One of them was good and one was okay. So you're getting like, you're getting a really good two hours of entertainment, and you don't even have to know the comedians, comedians. 
Um, yeah. Overall, LA was sick. Um, it's fucking huge. Like, you got to Uber everywhere, basically. Unless you've got the whole morning to walk somewhere. The the bikes and scooters were key as well. You can basically rent a bike at a few locations. So we got a bike to Hollywood that day we were going to the comedy. We went from Santa Monica to Hollywood. Which was like a two hour cycle I think. Like two hour direct cycle. Um, A lot of uphill but like not... Not like Auckland, crazy uphill. Just like slowly, uphill, uphill, uphill. And Sam got lucky and got the last electric bike. And I got the the standard bicycle. The human-powered bicycle. Sam basically had like... Had a fucking hybrid like F1 car and I was stuck with my cart like trailing behind so a few times sam would power up a, power up a hill and i'd be like fucking dad sam to fucking wait and he's just gone nah just gone mate there's a few times i had to catch up it was fun like i i haven't ridden a bike in a long time so it was nice to it's just a nice way to exercise, isn't it? Because you're not, you're weightless. It's all just, it's all just power in the legs. It's all just endurance. And, jeez, my hamstrings really fucking felt it. The next morning, my God, my hamstrings were just like solid blocks. Not in a good way. They were just like seized up. But a bit of LA sun fixes that straight away. And uh, and a margarita helps as well. They love the margaritas over there. They they serve margaritas like we serve pints of Guinness. Like, oh, do you want a water or a margarita? Ah, uh, it's six in the morning. I'll probably just stick with water. Thank you. But yeah, at one point uh, near near the start of the ride, actually, we kind of said, "Be careful of the cars because." Along every single road, there's just cars parked the whole way up. And whenever cars are kind of overtaking you, you have to stick in tight to the cars that are parked. And we were kind of saying, like, just take it easy in the parked cars because you'd get absolutely destroyed if a car door opened. And what happens? <laughs> we're cycling up, up, up this lane, kind of uphill. So we're luckily not going too fast. Um, and this this woman in her Tesla, <laughs> it was literally in slow motion, and I was about two meters behind Sam. Sam was riding up ahead on his electric bike. Car door opens. Sam has about like two meters to react, so he doesn't have time to stop, and doesn't have the time to swerve out of the way because you know the way bikes are stiff, like you can't just turn out of the way. Uh, so 
Sam turned as much as possible and like clipped the door and went like head over heels proper dramatic fall and the woman like screamed like she reacted worse than Sam but Sam like toppled over and luckily wasn't really injured at all cut his hand on the door I think but uh, it was pretty it's pretty shocking but uh, yeah it really happened in slow motion and Sam was right and I just I was trying not to laugh because it was literally like <laughs> we said this was going to happen because Sam was up ahead with the electric assisted bike he got hit so that was our big incident in LA and the woman like she walked off crying I think she was like in shock she thought we were going to sue her or something but yeah no damage done look at the end of the day it is what it is it is what it is until it isn't what else I feel I haven't really done that much in New Zealand it's cool I like it people are very nice laid back did I say it's relaxed here did I, did I mention that uh, yeah it's a nice city there's like you've got a harbour on the north side you get ferries around to cool places I love getting on boats I don't know what it is just being in the water is just fun got a big harbour with super yachts in it that are class then you got the CBD which has got all the pubs and restaurants and then you got the suburbs which I haven't really seen but that's all I've seen in New Zealand so far so I'm, I'm looking forward to getting to the countryside I'm heading off to a place called Raglan for a surf it's supposed to be one of the best places to surf in New Zealand because the waves go left yeah I don't know what that means going to the hostel was like it's really popular with the surfers because the the waves go they come into the beach on the left I was like oh yeah because because I guess Maybe for right-footed people, you're it's easier to. to oh, that doesn't make sense, does it? Yeah, it must be something to do with like feet or. Maybe it's just a change. Supposedly, the majority of other beaches, the waves are going the other way, so maybe they just like the change. I don't know. We'll find out anyway. Uh, getting a surf lesson there because I haven't surfed since I was a kid so thought there's no point in just like renting a board and going out and killing myself get a lesson you know do it right I'm here for a while so I'll probably probably have a few surfs serves is is plural of surf serves s-u-r-v-e-s pretty sure that's not a word surfs I'm gonna surf a lot it's definitely just surf surf is the plural isn't it like sheep they got a lot of sheep here too yeah raglan 
Raglan, then on to Rotorua. I love that word, that name so much. Rotorua. Just slips off the tongue. Heading to Rotorua in my rental car. Going to Rotorua to the springs. It's like a big, it's a big lake basically. Kind of looks like Glendalough, but wider. And they've gotten like natural hot springs there, so I'm going to try find a hot spring. To have my first wash since I've been here, that'd be nice. Uh, wash the sand from the from Venice Beach out of my toes, that'd be good. Do that in Rotorua. Then staying there for a bit, going on to Taranga, which is another, it's like a surf town, kind of. So that'll be cool. And then the annoying thing about the rental cars is you have to bring them back to the rental place. So I'm leaving Auckland for a week and then I have to bring the car back to Auckland just to drop it off. But then it's it's grand because I'm getting the train from Auckland to Wellington, which would be cool. I'm looking forward to that. I absolutely love a train journey. Absolutely love a train. So yeah, that's that's all I've got planned anyway. Um, yeah, I hope I hope the next time I record, I have kind of more exciting stories to tell rather than just like talking about the city. Because yeah, I feel like I haven't really done anything. I've been here ages. I've just been kind of planning really and chatting to randomers in the hostel. It's cool, like, chatting to people from all over the world. I haven't actually talked to an Irish person yet. So, that's kind of crazy. It's, like, quite a few English people. Loads of Germans, loads of French. A couple of Americans. Yeah. Lots of Europeans and Americans, basically. Lots of backpackers. Lots of people like me. Like-minded individuals. Travelling. Just travellers. Bunch of travellers, yeah? Hmm. What else? What else? Mount Mount Eden was sick. A nice short hike. Like, I think it's only 10 minutes and you're at the top. 15 maybe. Very steep hike, but sick views. You get to see the whole of Auckland. And I think there's the Sky Tower is the main tower in Auckland. The kind of, the one you see on all the postcards. The one that looks exactly like the Toronto Tower. I feel like loads of cities have the same tower now. It's kind of weird. But it's the thing to do. Dublin just has a spire. It's just like, oh, let's go up into the spire. Nah, it's just a big metal tube. No, you can't go up it. No. It's just a big metal needle. In. Yeah, such a stupid structure when you think about it. What even is it like? What does it represent? Just a big piece of metal. Yeah, they've got Sky Tower here. 
which it'd be cool to go up it but I ain't paying this it's probably gonna be like 40 bucks to go up it and you get a cool view but you could just walk up Mount Eden get the same view get an even fucking better view because you're actually higher than the sky tower on Mount Eden and it's a volcano it's a dormant volcano is Mount Eden that's what it is and you're in the city on a volcano there's cool shit like that in, in New Zealand volcanoes and earthquakes and stuff yeah I like it here that I've got the microphone anyway I can do these these episodes just bang out what I've been doing like I said at the very start of this this podcast this is this is an ideal way to just jot down the memories highlights stories tips Findings, you know, like a treasure trail. Because I am a pirate in New Zealand. I don't know where I got this pirate thing from. It's kind of stupid. But yeah, that is uh, that's all I have for you now. I hope that's alright. I hope that's okay with you. <laughs> <laughs>